0: So, today we're going to talk about some New Year's resolutions. I know you hear about this all over the place. You're tired of it. This might be a little different financial planning, New Year's resolutions, but I'm a little worried about the first one. I will commit to weekly money meetings with my wife. So, Dan, we have to talk about this.
1: This sounds horrible. What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host Tony as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Shore with his brilliant idea to talk about New Year's resolutions. How <laughs> unique, Tony! What a great idea! And after reading that first one, I don't even know if I want to read the other. What is it, thirteen?
0: <laughs> well, here here's the deal. You you always every you hear all these cheesy New Year's resolution shows and lists. Uh, at this time of year, you know, we're, we're what, into the second week of January. And, you know, hopefully you've already at least come up with some that you're going to at least try to stick to. But uh, yeah, it's so cheesy. I thought we'd have some fun with it. And for the real cheese, now I know a lot of people love this publication, but we went to readersdigest.com or it's just rd.com. Well, and, you went to
1: Reader's Digest. My computer crashed because the ads were overwhelming.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what. I hate to recommend our listeners go to this website because as much as I know my parents and even I over the years have enjoyed Reader's Digest from time to time, some interesting things, funny jokes, whatever, uh, you know, a quick uh, lists of advice. Uh, that's always fun once in a while, but their website is so full of ads That uh, Dan and I couldn't, we had to find a way to to try to print it out because if we left the website open, it would crash our computers and we wouldn't even be able to record the show today. (laughs) True story. (laughs) True story. Seriously. I've never, I have never, and I mean, I've been to, you know, a a lot of websites have ads, but I have never seen this many ads and pop-ups and things on a website in my entire life.
1: Ever. (laughs) You remember those GeoCity websites when the web oh, first came out? Little
0: GeoSites first, or GeoCities. Geosites. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Oh, my God. Um, well, let's look at this headline you want to talk about. I, I haven't oh. even read the article, so just full disclosure, so I don't even know uh, <laughs> what we're getting into here. But 14 New Year's resolution financial planners are making for 2020. You already know to spend less and save more. Here's what you need to do it like a pro.
0: Woo. Yeah. Like, like you, Dan, this is what you're, so this is something you're a financial planner. I assume you're one of the people readers Digest talked to one of the top in the country. So why wouldn't they come to you? Um, but I just can't picture you coming up with this first one. I will commit to weekly money meetings with my wife. That's the first resolution. Weekly money right. meetings with my wife who out there. Let's see a show of hands. No one. No one's going to well, do this? Oh. So this
1: is probably going to wind up being the best article of the year. I'm telling you, You know, we're making fun of it, but I bet you there's some good nuggets in here.
0: There are, actually. And oh, and it gosh. is important that you're both on the same page with your finances. You've said that on the show before yourself, Dan, that if you're a couple, uh, both spouses, both parties need to be on the same page financially. That's a huge help when it comes to income planning now and especially when you come up with a plan for later, right?
1: That's true. In fact, we did an entire show on marriage and finances because we were talking about how the leading cause of divorce is money. So It is. Um, this is a good point, I guess. I mean, it sounds horrible, though. It's, I mean, <laughs> I'd rather go to the gym every day. <laughs>
0: well, there's so many have- things we'd rather do than have a weekly financial meeting with our spouses, and it's not just wives. I, that's what the article says, but uh, to keep it fair... It can go the other way too. I'm sure my wife loves no. meeting with me about money. No, and I'm I just mean, I'm just talking to her about a record budget for alp to buy albums my to fill my in my collection. Uh, and then you, I get a lecture about how much is how much is enough.
1: So. The 19 um hold on why is my phone oh it's 1970s calling Tony they want your record albums back. <laughs> um, so you didn't even go to eight track, did you? Um, okay, nope. So let's let's just, let's just say this. It's a good point. You do want to talk to your spouse about money cuz if you don't you might run into some troubles, especially early in the marriage. Um but then again, I have clients that are in their 70s that they still don't talk to their spouse about the money and they're like, "Oh my god, if I go if I go first, he's dead. He's in trouble. <laughs> right. he, he won't be able to open find the checkbook let alone balance it." But um a l- weekly? Uh, that's a bit much. I would say that's a bit aggressive on the uh, weekly meetings. I think monthly might be more palatable,
0: more realistic, but some people need to have a tighter budget to make it. And my, my wife and I like to look at where our account is headed uh, once a week, honestly. That's that's a true story. So, And it helps. It makes us feel better about where we're at. In the long run, you think it's painful, but if you just get it out of the way and if you do it once a week, it's going to seem like just another thing and you never have to worry about where you're at money-wise then. It, it just so, it makes the difference.
1: So the conversation goes like this. This is you in your head did I go to Wendy's twice today? And then your wife comes and says out loud, Tony, you went to Wendy's twice today. I'm looking at the credit card statement.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's usually yesterday because then it hits the account. She goes, why did you go to Wendy's twice yesterday? That's that's her line. And I'm like, oh, I did go to Wendy's twice yesterday. But why? (laughs) Why would you spend money on fast food twice in one day?
1: Oh, same place. At least spice up the life. Uh, all right. Yeah, Let's move things, on to number two. Things here.
0: happen. Well, and yeah, number two, um, this is an interesting one. Find new ways to save without depriving myself. Is that even possible, Dan, for oh. us to save without depriving ourselves? We, you always hear the cheesy, typical thing, you know, cut out that Starbucks. That's $5 a day. Um, but yeah, what if I want I, Starbucks?
1: Well, that's just it. I I did go into Starbucks the other day to meet a client and I wound up spending like $5 on a cup of tea and they just put tea bags in that water. And I was like, geez, (laughs) I remember having and hawing at Publix. Should I get the 30, you know, the 36 count or the, you know, the 12 count of the different brand. I'm looking at the per unit price and they were all under $5 anyway. Oh yeah. And there I go and spend one cup of tea. Yeah. Um, but So those, those do add up, but no, I I don't, I don't, you know, I I don't like these resolutions eliminating the Starbucks thing. eh, I don't, I think the bigger issues are going to be like, Hey, maybe I should refinance the mortgage that might save me thousands of dollars instead of $4 a day, you know? um, Yeah. Or automate. Yeah. You can save more without um, depriving yourself. If you automate it, take it out of your paycheck before you see it. This way you don't even feel like you're missing out.
0: Right. Exactly. There you go. I think that's a good way to look at it. Um, you know, things do add up, small things add up, and that point is always made. However, I think it's way more important to look at the big picture and and get a solid plan for your overall finances. Like you said, that's a great point. Uh, hey, interest rates are at an all-time low right now. Uh, why don't you refinance? Uh, don't worry about Starbucks, refinance your mortgage or to get that lower interest rate or, right. Re- or put away more money into right. savings and, you know, try to find the amount you can put away and still have coffee. Uh, yeah. You know, and if and- you can't afford to put away money, if you think you can't afford to put away money for in your, in your invest to invest or for retirement and have a $5 a day coffee habit, uh, then you have another problem to work out. Yeah, you need a that's financial a, that's exactly planner. Exactly right. Yeah, you need that's a right. raise. Ask your boss for a raise. Easier said than done. But uh, go to see a financial planner. Like, I'm not going to name names Dan Wendell, but there are some good ones out there.
1: I heard of him. Um, one other thought on on that whole, you know, you know, being thoughtful about spending. If you just take 10 seconds or even five seconds before every purchase you make and just think about it, take a deep breath and say, what am I doing this for? that might change something in you that might change it. And that's easy to do. And people might look at you funny and while you're standing in line, but who cares?
0: <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. That's and you won't awesome. be
1: depriving yourself. You're just going to be reflecting on it. And maybe something will click in your mind. You'll say, you know what? Maybe I don't need this.
0: Yeah. Or at least cut uh, back maybe every other right. day or once a week. Right. Well, and the next one, I will take steps to protect myself against identity theft. And again, this is like the cheese light advice that we always hear. Yeah. And especially for seniors, there is a lot of identity theft and credit card theft and we've done shows on this. But uh, you know, just be sensible. don't don't take phone calls from uh, if you if it they say it's your bank or the IRS or Microsoft, it's a scam. Just hang up. And if you yeah. think your bank might need to reach you, call them back.
1: Yeah, and, and just start checking. A lot of people use their credit card over and over and over, and they don't check the statements. At least reconcile it. Oh, yeah. Oh, where did that? You know what? Uh, literally, Tony, I, you're not going to believe this, listeners, but I have an email pop up on my, my phone just now. Just now. Security alert. We're issuing it, my bank from Bank of America. We're issuing you a new card to help keep your information safe. Let me see what this says. Um, doesn't it doesn't mean this fraud has occurred. And you're not liable. However, as a precaution, we're issuing you a new card, which will arrive soon. So, yeah, identity theft's an issue. Um, be aware of it. I think one one thing I'm going to do this year, Tony, is like I'm going to look into these VPNs, virtual private networks, mm-hmm. to protect me when I'm like um, on my computer and, and TV at home. Because all of us are connected on Wi-Fi now. Yep. So I don't need people looking at what I'm doing or yeah. getting into my accounts. True. So. True. That that's a pretty good resolution. I think but it's scary cuz I don't know anything about maybe we'll do a show on that. Maybe we'll do a show on cybersecurity. We'll bring in some expert or something.
0: Yep. And oh, I there, think there's a resolution. Yeah. Boom. 2019. We'll, that's <laughs> a big one. Yeah. Yep. Get, you know, become more secure, be more secure with your personal data. That's always good advice. Um my favorite is the next one though, Dan. And I'm glad they have this one in there amongst all the typical that you hear every year, you know, save more, spend less, budget, um, you know, New Year's resolutions. This one, I'm going to put my money where my charitable mouth is. I like Mm. that. I like that because helping others is uh, a lot of people say they want to spend their money on helping others or give to others. Uh, But when it comes to actually doing it, it's easy for us to forget, delay or put off or just not get around to making those donations or, you know, whether it's money or our time. And we just came out of the holiday season where hopefully a lot of people are thinking about giving to others. And hopefully that's a bit what it's about for people. Uh, But I'm guilty of that. I always talk about how I want to uh, give to others and be charitable Uh, But sometimes then I just don't get around to actually doing it. I mean, my wife and I do give and uh, we are part of organizations where we give regularly. But, uh, you know, go above and beyond. And I think this is good. And we talked about this, you know, giving back and how uh, that really helps you.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, we did a show on charitable, uh, qualified charitable distributions. Yep. So how to give your RMDs to charity and not pay tax. So that's nice because people don't itemize anymore. But you're right, that point about time. I live in an area where a lot of people for all the, I do a lot of different events and I get involved in the local community. And a lot of people just like to throw money at it, which is fine. You need that too, right? You need money um, to do certain things. But it's those that give their time that are, I find, extra special because time is money. And time is just, more
0: valuable than money these days. I think
1: so. You know, like if you need to take the kids on a, to do some event, you know, you can give money so that they all have the equipment they need, but really who's going to lead them? Who's going to coach them? Who's going to guide them? And I think giving the time is more valuable, um, in my opinion. And so putting the charitable, putting your money where your mouth is charitable mouth is put your money and time. I would say you're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially time. I mean, for people who have a lot of money giving is like, it's just, you know, take five minutes to write a check that's yeah. not necessarily what we're talking about although that's needed as well
1: right but it's it, easy it's, it's, it's easy to do
0: it's seats it, it, you know it, it's it's uh, putting uh bodies in the seats so to speak right it's it's physical
1: uh help they need that's people what, right yeah that's what gets things done that's yep. what really gets things done yeah um, unless it's you know we need to replace a roof so we just need money you know um Okay, next one, Tony. I'm looking at it. I'm now caught up. My computer is is no longer frozen. Uh, <laughs> I am going to update my will, power of attorney, health proxy, and beneficiary documents. You know what? This is actually a really good one. This I I make a point to tell this to all my clients, but it's just something that people don't want to do. And I, I I'm going to bring a lawyer onto the show. We're gonna I'm going to try and get someone to come on regularly and talk about these things. We'll get more specifics in the details of each show, but that would be in general, great. you really need to have this stuff. You really do. Power of attorney, health care, especially as you're getting older, but even you know, even people with kids, the it's it's essential. Having those legal documents is essential, and I don't know why people put it off. I think it's because they're afraid of the cost. That might be it. Um, but then again, no one likes to talk about. Oh, yeah, let me get a health circuit. So if I physically am unable to make my own health decisions, who's going to do it for me? Who wants to have that conversation? Wow. You know? Yeah. No. If I'm a vegetable, when do you pull the plug? Well, someone's got to make that decision for you. So you might as well make it for yourself. But who wants to sit there and think that and write that out? It's horrible. But I think it's a good thing to do. I would do it. Well, yeah.
0: It. Yeah. And the beneficiaries, you've, you've talked a lot about that, Dan, about how important it is with all your documents, legal documents, powers of attorney, uh, all your accounts. Every type of account you have should have a beneficiary designation listed, and you have to keep those up to date because things, family dynamics change, Uh, kids grow up, other people might pass, so you need to make sure all your beneficiary designations are updated.
1: I think um, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution and say I'm going to get some more legal involved legal advice involved in this uh in this podcast i think it's because i do think the intersection between retirement planning and estate planning legal planning um is there i think there's a big intersection so let's there's that's how i'm going to put my uh charitable mouth money where my mouth is or i'm just going to put my foot in my mouth and say oh boy now what <laughs> <laughs> oh i think you'll dad. get it
0: done dan and i think that's a great idea you know maybe once a month or something uh i think that's a great idea you have to bring in an attorney to talk about the legal aspects and things we should be knowing about especially as we get older uh things like beneficiary documents and things like uh, powers of attorney and uh wills and trusts and things like that now um moving on on the list uh what's mm-hmm. next on the list
1: um
0: I'm going to track all my daily expenses in an app.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that That, sounds horrible.
0: It does, but I will say it's helped my wife and I. I have to admit, it does sound bad, though. Well... (sighs) I just import our checking account, imports directly into the app. Uh, I use YNAB, you need a budget, and it imports directly in there from our checking account, which all our expenditures go through. Anyway... And then I, I I go through once a week and I itemize them or I I, I give them categories. Uh, and then I pull up a budget and see what in each category we set a budget, where are we at within our budget within that category? And it's very helpful. Well you don't like that I think it's
1: a I mean it sounds like a burden. Um It is a pain in
0: the ass is what it is.
1: But you have to have an app for it. I mean I think it, an easy way is to use just one card and constantly use that. And then you can look at the statements, but you might get lost with the, just, the, yeah, I think an app is a good idea. I don't know. I don't use one, but I think that's worth checking into. And the only way to really get a handle on your budget is to do something like that. But it's, that's, that's really asking a lot, but the, if you can do it, if you could do it, man, that's, you know what I do know? I know a lot of clients that use that. Um, I don't know what it's called. Uh, I bought a, I I bought a, I bought a, I bought a or something like that. It's, they keep track of their expenses and they take pictures of receipts and send it in. They yep. get money back, Yep. you know? And so they do all that work to get money back, but they're getting money in the form of checks, but that company's getting a bunch of data that they're using to market to you. But, yep. um, but that data is also useful for you. If you could see your trends, Oh, look at this. I happen to be spending a lot on this and that. Um, so people are already doing it. If they get paid, so why not link it to improving your financial health? Eh, that's a tough one, Tony. I, I think it would be great, but I don't know if money people are going to do it. I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm going to say it's good.
0: Well, yeah, overall it's good, but you know how realistic is it for people to actually take the time to do it? I, I get what you're saying. And and I don't know. We get off track, but then we get back on, and, and uh, it's great at the end of the year. It's good for tax purposes, too, to have everything categorized. Um, it really helps the CPA that does your taxes. I'll tell you that. Now, another thing is uh, the next one is just ties into all that. I'm going to plug the leaks, quote unquote, leaks in my budget. And you know what that makes me think of is something you've brought up uh, in the last few shows, Dan, and you keep bringing it up. You brought it up already today. And that is look at your credit card statements to see if they're all legit charges and to go through and look for maybe a monthly reoccurring charge that you didn't realize was still being taken out of your account uh, to get rid of those.
1: Yeah. Right. So instead of focusing on that, well, you were saying Starbucks, you know, that might bring someone total happiness to do that. You know, my niece always says, oh my God, I need coffee in the morning. Just something get me going. And I'm sure it's psychological as well, but all right, that's an easy way to cut. Oh, let's just cut that. Let's just cut that. No, no, Let's cut the subscription to uh, Netflix that you never use, right? I think that's the better leak. You're right. Looking at things that you really don't actually benefit from, but that you're paying for. There might be, like you have the Columbia Records uh, subscription, I'm sure <laughs> you're still paying for. Um.
0: From 1981, <laughs> Columbia <laughs> Records and Tapes subscription.
1: Late fees.
0: <laughs> Late fees, yeah
1: you know that kind of stuff things that you've forgotten about that you may be able to cut so i like that one Yeah. that's you know what that requires though tony a budget
0: oh the b word yeah you can't yeah. plug a leak in
1: your budget if you Oh don't wait have a is budget, Dan
0: talking so. about budgets wake me when you're done dan just
1: <laughs> let's skip on let's move on to the next one what yeah. is the next one well the next one's uh, the
0: big one and this is the one that i know uh you're going to want to stress to people because this is what you do for your clients and that is make a retirement map. And I think what Mm -hmm. they mean there, you know, it's one thing to need to know that you have to plan for retirement, as they say. Uh, But it's another thing to have a written plan, a map, and to to get the overall picture and then the steps you're going to need to take to get there and to maintain because you don't want to run out of money in retirement. The old saying, you don't want your bank account to run to zero before your blood pressure does, right?
1: Oh, good one. I haven't heard that one, Tony. You
0: don't want your bank account to hit zero before your (laughs) blood pressure does. Wow. Yeah.
1: You want your money to last longer than you do. So planning your retirement, though, I think mapping it out is a little different than, I mean, if you keep it at a high level. I think it's worth keeping it at a high level at this point. If you want to figure out how much income you need and, and where it's going to come from and all that detail, you're going to have to hire somebody like me. Well, that's the I, point I mean, here, I
0: think. I think even to I, create an effective map, you need to work with a financial planner, or a retirement planner.
1: Well, a lot of people don't even have that high-level map. It's like when kids, like your daughter, going looking at colleges, right? What's going to be her major and where is it going to be her career? How is she supposed to know? What is she, 16, 17? Yep, she's um, 17 now. I mean, what's her career going to be? Some kids, like, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer. This is what I'm going to do. You know, But a lot of times it's like, I don't know. So what college are you going to go to? I don't know. I, and so- there's a lot of unknowns. And so you have to work with a counselor. You got to talk through it. Well, here's the types of things. Let's take this exam. Let's go visit schools. Let's see, let's talk to people in the industry and see if you like doing that. Same thing with retirement. People have no idea what they're going to do in retirement. They don't have a map. They don't even know where they're going to live. Are you can be by your kids, you're going to do your own thing, you're going to move to Florida, Are you gonna... And so that high-level discussion is what I think this is getting after. They don't even want to do that. So you have to really take a look at what do you want it to look like? A lot of times people still don't know. Right. But um, I have those conversations all the time before people even become my clients. Just where do you want to go? What are you trying to accomplish? And sitting down and, and getting that map, I think, is a good idea if you don't have it already. Yeah. And by the way, going back to the first one, make sure your spouse is on the same retirement map as you.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> have that Have that lovely uh, spousal financial meeting that we're all dreading putting off. Yeah. That's important though. Well, you know, having a plan in place is good. Initially, getting that overall initial map uh, is good as well for everyone, especially, you know, map out your finances and where you're headed, especially for retirement and work with somebody who's a trusted Financial professional, a fiduciary like yourself, Dan, who's gonna, you know, you're always looking out for your client's best interests and looking at all the different options available uh, to plan out a retirement for them. Not just, uh, not just a one-trick pony. Everything's in the stocks. I'm a stockbroker. Everything's in insurance. I'm an insurance broker. You're, you're a big picture guy and looking at all the different aspects and possibilities out there so i think that's yeah. really good and important for our listeners to understand but we're out of time for today's show we went through no, that we list
1: can't. we can't no we didn't finish there's one more oh right? you want to do that you last one 14 okay
0: huh? let's do that last one
1: where is it i thought i saw it. oh <laughs> where is here it? here it is i'm going to finally have that difficult conversation with my parents about elder care oh Oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't end there. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a tough conversation to have. Let's and, pretend and, we didn't say that and one. And you and I, <laughs> are, you and I are, have been, you know, dealing with that, and other people yes, our age yes, uh, are dealing yes. with that. So it's a tough one. Well, That's a tough one. I'm glad
1: one. it's a New Year's resolution, not like a holiday topic. Right. that might be the time right. to bring it when a the good, families together. Yeah,
0: together. <laughs> yeah, it's a good New Year's resolution to have a conversation if your parents are getting older about making sure medical powers of attorney are in order and we just had you know as you know I'm going through a situation with my mom and my dad is just you know they didn't have I had to rush down there and we had to get meet with the lawyers and social services and all these different people and call the insurance companies and I'm like, wow it would have been great to have this all taken
1: care of you know? right and that goes all back to the legal documents it yep. goes back to the retirement map I'm sure. Going back to the last one, your retirement map is somewhat going to be dictated by what your parents' situation is. Yep. Right? Yep. Like, oh, I'm going to retire next year. Oh, but mom needs 24-7 care that she can't afford. Uh, Maybe I'm not going to retire next year. Um, That kind of discussion about the big picture, all of these fit into that big picture planning, all the 14 almost. You know, some of them are highly detailed, but overall- I'm gonna to say, Tony, that these fourteen was it fourteen or thirteen, whatever it was. It's supposed to be fourteen, but whatever. This article, kind of, is a nice little summary. I yeah. think it's a good place to start. It kind of just maps out my job in a
0: way. It really does. It really right? is. Is all what uh, retirement and income planning and fi- a financial financial planning, right? yeah, it financial planning. Yeah, it's financial planning. Yeah.
1: If if my clients did all of these, man, it would be the easiest client in the world. Yeah. You know. True. Right that's true I wouldn't have to ask these tough questions if they came in with the answers already then we can work on the real details which is the hard part which is all right where are we how are we gonna pull it off yeah how are we gonna implement it but
0: how are we gonna how okay. are we gonna you know make more money for you and make your money last longer things like that well I think this has been a great show uh we should wrap it up though let let our listeners know how they can set up a complimentary consultation maybe get a second opinion on their financial plans from you.
1: Yeah, if we want to talk about any of these except for which was the one? Oh, the budgeting one. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the first one. Having weekly meetings with my wife. Um,
0: yeah, you're on your own that for that. One,
1: I'm not going to sit in on that. I will. I'll. I'll help you with the other things. Uh, but I'm not going to be. I, although I do. I do find myself playing marriage counselor sometimes, Tony. Oh, I'm sure when, when you
0: <laughs> get couples coming in and they have, they have differing, uh, you know, opinions on things, or they have no knowledge of what the other one's doing that's financially yeah, yeah.
1: no extra charge for that folks my clients uh, I take them if they fight or they don't I they still they're still my clients um best way to get in touch with me go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and connect with me on the contact us button or just give me a call 888-508-5935 tony i was going to hold you hold this one against you i was going to rate it and say this is the worst way to start the new year letting you pick an article but it turned out to be pretty interesting so oh thanks Dan I'm sorry that I missed I, I prejudged you as usual
0: <laughs> you did as usual yeah yeah all right well hey that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host Dan Wendell
1: the topics on this show are wide-ranging yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me if there is a topic you want to hear on the show head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.
0: Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you the materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, we cannot be 100% certain that
1: they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.